BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to The No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. Yo quiero, yo quiero dinero. Hey, you guys know by now that I love to start my episodes off singing a little song. You didn't know that you signed up for this, did you? Anyway, welcome to another episode of The Know with me, Nikki Spo. Last week, I told you my money story. And today, I am going to have an expert on the show, a money mindset expert on The Know with Nikki Spo. Her name is Lena Caltagironi. Lena is amazing, first of all. She is an NLP certified life coach and teacher of modern spirituality, mindset, and manifestation. She creates courses, runs group programs, does private and corporate coaching, and is the owner of the international wellness retreat, Soulcation. Her mission is to empower people everywhere to create their own dream life. Today, we are talking about how to do that in regards to our money. So let's dive right in. Let's go with Lena. That we, we got the dogs on the pod. We got the dogs on the pod. We have Pumpkin, who is here today as a representative for Lena. And we have Rosie Spo, who's representing Nikki Spo today. They, they're joining us on the pod today. Um, Pumpkin is, is a Frenchie. Rosie's a mutt. Um, yeah, and they're here to have a good time with us. Lena Caltagirone. Did I say it right? Perfect. Did I say it right? Nailed Fucking nailed it. I Sorry. nailed it. Lena, man, I am so glad that our worlds collided. I loved chatting with you on our preliminary call, and I feel like our energy was just off the charts. I love what you're doing with your life. Thank you. That's so sweet. And I'm so grateful to be here. Again, I told you this already, but this is the most prepared podcast event I have ever had. Like, I'm so blown away by you. I told Jamie, I was like, she's she's on it with this podcast. Oh my it's gosh. Impressive. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love doing it, you know? And I think like we can both understand that when you love to do something, you like, like it kind of comes easy to you, right? Yeah. Like I love it. You are an attorney turned personal mentor and expert life coach. And today we are focusing on the coaching that you do in regards to money mindset. So this episode is actually a follow-up to the previous episode that I aired last week where I got really vulnerable and discussed my own personal money journey, which was rough around the edges to say the least. Um, But clearly it is not the only way to go about establishing the relationship that we have with money. And we cannot go back like 15 years ago and start like saving our pennies the way that I did, which... Like in hindsight, as you know, like my, my relationship with, with money was very much like lack mindset. And that's how I was able to save, you know, it, it served me at the time I was able to save 
100K before I got married. But all of that was was really rooted in lack mindset. And to be honest, like this episode is not even about like how to invest. It's really about the relationship that we have with money, how we perceive it, how we manifest more of it, or how we push it away. And I know that you have helped hundreds, if not thousands of women and people overcome their money blocks in your 30-day course, Elevate Your Money. And you recently teamed up with Jamie Ruiz to offer a mini a mini course called Money Vibes, which is amazing. So our listeners can check you out on your website on your website, lenacaltageroni.com. And I will include that in the show notes for everybody. So let's go, Lena. I'm I'm just so stoked. I'm so excited. It's so cool. Like, and I'm so glad we're normalizing the conversation around like money and money struggles and money journeys for women. Because like if this conversation was normal decades ago, I think we would all be in much different places maybe, but I just love that we're talking about this and making it okay. Me too. I feel like it was really taboo to talk about money and it was like really for women, for women to talk about money. Men could talk about money till till they're blue in the face, you know, but I think I think it was different for our generation, but I think I do believe that it's changing, you know, and I'm I'm you know what I, you know what I feel, Lena? I feel like really grateful to be part of that conversation, to be part of that shift for women so that like women our age and who knows, like maybe even women older than us are like screw this. Like I need to start having these conversations about money shame-free. Of course, I was shame was the word that was like in my head when you were saying that because I think no one discusses this like typically. And so we all have our weird habits or fears or scarcity mindsets, but we feel like we're on our own in it and no one has it. So we feel like shame. Totally. And I think that's every age, like literally every age. Totally. So I shared in episode 29 that I was able to save the 100K of my own hard-earned money by the time I got married and what a rocky, difficult ride that was and how, you know, it was it was rooted in that lack mindset mostly. But it was ultimately also like very empowering for me. And I want to know, Lena, what what is your money story, girlfriend. I'm still on my money journey, right? Like I'm still on my money journey. And I think I had like a money awakening. Um, I I had a money awakening. I didn't know about money mindset. I didn't know about lack, scarcity versus abundant kind of thinking, Um, wealth consciousness, like all these conversations were an awakening to me. I wasn't really taught much about money. Like I don't have the story that money was a struggle in my family. That wasn't my my story. I didn't grow up with a, a super struggle struggle around money. I had more than enough, but I never ever knew how to manage it, take care of it. I always felt like it was going to run out. I always felt it was this weird concept that I didn't understand. It felt like it had power over me. And I really never saw myself. I, I didn't know. I didn't even know to think about being organized with money or managing it, like all of that was off my radar. And it's not to say like my parents did a bad job with it, but it just wasn't a conversation. It was like, don't spend too much and like make money and don't spend too much was like the extent of my knowledge. I shared previously also that like my, my upbringing was like, well, you know, like we, we had enough, like it wasn't deprived by any means, but my dad was like a super saver. Like everything was saved. Like anything extra was saved, save, 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 save. Um, so I never learned how to like enjoy myself. 
And I also got to a point where I didn't let people take care of me, which I think we're going to, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, because I think that part of this whole big thing is like how we see ourselves deserving of care in the form of the energetic exchange that is money, right? So why do you think that we as women feel so awkward about talking about money? Like where does that shame come from? Oh my gosh. I mean, all I, I don't know where it comes from, but I do know so much of this stuff is it comes from society and it comes from our parents, like, and or from our family or how we were raised. And we're, we come to this adulthood with these learned behaviors and thoughts and patterns that we either saw from other people or got from our parents. Like you said, your dad was a big saver. I'm sure you found yourself having some of those same tendencies or maybe even going like totally against it because you were like, oh, I don't want to do that. So it's like we get so much of our own personal patterns and habits and thoughts from the world around us, you know, and from parents, society and things. And until we realize and choose that we want to do money differently and we want to create our own beliefs and we want to create our own money story and truth and reality, like from that moment is when things can change. Yeah. So it seems like it's almost generational, right? Like our parent, we get it from our parents, but they learned what they learned from their parents, right? And the people in their lives. And so, oh my gosh, it's like this, this, this theme comes up all the time in the show. It's just like a lot of the things we do are generational, right? And so we're the breaker of chains where we are going to like step out and we're going to normalize these conversations. We're going to make our own stories, like you said, about every single thing in our lives. We're the wake generation. We're like conscious now for the first time breaking this chain. And now we get to choose instead of just inherit. Okay. So where do you think like the stress comes from? Because like, I know that I experience stress. Like, is that also like a parent thing? Is that something that we learn from our parents? I think everything is mindset. So I think, yes, it stems from parents or family or from just something outside of us. It could have been something we like witnessed, but I think the source of everything, stress, fear, anxiety is all our mind. Like our brains are conditioned to protect us, like not to get too far into this, but we have like reptilian brains from when they used to be like, it used to serve us to be scared of everything back when we were like starting out as like humans back in the day, we used to have to remember, okay, that berry is poisonous. So let's be scared of all berries to protect ourselves. So we have this fear mechanism built into our brain in order to protect us. We don't have those like very obvious like threats anymore, like animals and, you know, but we, now we have mental threats. We have, we create because that fear response is still produced in our brain constantly. So unless you start to like really do mindset work and notice where you're in fear and notice when you're in old patterns and like deliberately shift it and put a new thought in, then those same fears, they always are going to come up. So to do this just all in your mind is very hard and confusing because it's hard to sort and sift what's in your mind. It's hard. So I love journaling and writing things out to get more clarity and really see clearly on paper, okay, this is my money fear. This is the, if you really sit down and you kind of do this brain dump and you're like, what are all my fears around money? What are those constant thoughts that keep coming up around money? This is not enough. You're never going to be able to save enough. You're not good enough. Like money always runs out money. Like 
go ahead and list like every single thing in your mind negative about money and constant about money. And then you have to really look at them and you have to do the mindset work for each and every one. And I recommend doing this as like a big process and probably more over time, but for each and every one, what is this thought about? Where did it come from? Do I want this thought anymore? The answer is always gonna be no. So what is the thought that I want to replace it instead? And then physically cross out that old one and write the new one out. Can you give us some examples? Like, okay, money. Okay, so let's let's practice here, right? Like um, money will always run out. So, okay, this is also really good. This is where being an attorney really serves me because say I, I, I discover that that's like the central thought. Money will always run out. So I have to look at that objectively. Okay, is that always true? Is that necessary? And then I have to put my attorney hat on and give myself some evidence. Okay, like, does it always run out? No, not necessarily. Okay, so can I find a way to save some? Can I always, do I always have the ability to earn more? What, like, why do I feel like it's always going to run out? And kind of like really think through that thought and give yourself some evidence to prove that that's wrong. Just so that in your heart and in your mind, it takes root that this is a false belief. What about people who actually do overspend? Like, okay. how, do, how do they deal with that? So then you have to ask yourself, what do I want instead? So maybe this has been my past pattern and it's been my past pattern because this belief is within me and it keeps creating this because this is what I believe. But now I'm going to look at it and I know that I get to create my future. I'm the designer of my life. So this has been my past. I'm going to acknowledge that. I'm going to forgive myself for it. But now moment, I'm going to choose again. So what is the reality that I want to create? I want to create the reality that my money consistently grows, that I always have more than enough, that I believe in myself to hold on to money and to earn whatever I need. And so choose a few of those thoughts, write those down, and then that is your mindset practice. I always say practice makes progress. Like, and everything is a practice. Like even like, you know, meditation, right? That's why they call it practice. Like it's not easy. It's not, like, I personally, me, I'm speaking for myself here. Like meditation for me does not come easily. You know, I have to do it on a daily basis to like reap the rewards from it. And I think the same can be said about anything, whether that's like somebody on their fitness journey, on their wealth management journey, you know what I mean? Things like that. It's, it's, it's genuinely a practice. And I think that that comes in handy. And I also think it's really, um, important, right, to consider like looking for the evidence, as you were saying, where a lot of the times the evidence, there is no evidence there. And then sometimes there is, right? Like sometimes there is that evidence and then there needs to be a different type of shift. And that's important to look at too, because not everything can be like sunshine and roses all the time. We can't just bypass the things and like make make believe, right? Like our mindset is very, very important, but it's also important to look for the, for the tangible evidence in our lives so that we can make better choices. Totally. And, and look through the lens of love and forgiveness. And I think that that's a part not to overlook because again, if you think about like, I don't know how to best instruct kids or whatever, it's always better done with love. Like you're never going to shame a kid into feeling confident. Why didn't you get that? do that. You're such an idiot. That's not going to make them feel confident. So you have to like use love for yourself and forgiveness for everything that you've done. And that's so much more powerful of, of a shifter than shaming yourself into change. You are, you're, you're spot on Lena. Like you, you, we have to approach this from a forgiveness standpoint 
so that we, we can release the shame and like let go of any poor decisions we've made in the past or like forgive things that have happened to us that were beyond our control. And every single thing, and this applies to any area, love life, money, wellness, fitness, body, whatever it is, whatever has happened in the past, whatever decisions you made, even if they weren't ideal, there's something positive that was coming out of that. Maybe you learned how to, maybe that breakup made you really independent and strong. Maybe the loss of that person made you open your heart to connect to others. There's always some positive thing, some reason that that had to happen. And it's always to serve you in some way. So it's so helpful to like extract that out when looking at the past. So we're not like bitter, hardened, mad people. So once we like, we do that practice of like writing down our fears around, around money or our negative beliefs around money and we cross it out and we replace it with um, the, a positive, you know, a positive affirmation or a replacement that can substitute, right, that language and we practice that, right? What does that do for us? I mean, slowly it becomes a part of you and it starts becoming a more default way of thinking. So we've been living by default and the default is usually negative. And so when we start replacing this and we're, we do the practice, like you said, and you give yourself time to integrate patterns that, that have been, that are different from years of negative patterns, right? You have to give yourself time and you have to commit to a practice of it. But over time, that becomes the more dominant way of thinking. You start to believe the things that you're saying. They start to become part of your inner world. So your insides feel better. Your thought processes feel better. You feel happier. You feel more abundant. You feel more grateful. So your mindset's better. Your feelings are better. And then from that place, you start to move differently in the world. You start to maybe go after some opportunity where as before you would have talked yourself out of it. So your outer world very much shifts because you're moving different. I mean, I believe that you can attract anything to yourself, that you can create anything that you want in your life. And for me, law of attraction is about focusing on what it is you want so that you create that thing. So how do you want to feel? What's the reality that you want to create? What, how do you want to show up? How do you want to feel inside? Focusing on those, repeating those, thinking about those, and then that starts to be what your world is. So whatever is going on the inside shows up in your outside. And these changes, Lena, that you're talking about, they're not quick fixes, right? Like these are things that you have to change and be patient with them and do them over and over and again, over and over again so that you can see that progress over a long period of time. This isn't something that happens in one month. I mean, or is it? It is not. I mean, you can start feeling better fast because as soon as you kind of like, even when you write this stuff out on paper and you kind of write those new thoughts, you already feel relief and so you feel better, but you're a thousand percent right that it takes time to change. Like it takes time for things to show up in your life. And the timing is never in our hands as to exactly when something is going to happen. And that's where like me, the spiritual part of all this comes into play because I believe that the timing and the exact path to get to the things you want is in the hands of God, universe, whatever you believe in. I personally believe in God. People call it universe, source, energy, love. But I believe that this thing is guiding all of us and running the entire universe with precision, running our lives with precision, and is like waiting for us to interact with it to start asking for the things that we want and seeing ourselves 
ourselves as that presence sees us and then walking through our life accordingly. And your life becomes so much better and easier and more in flow when you see yourself and see this relationship and start acting upon it. I love all of this. I love all of this. I always used to say, which is so funny because I used to keep my mouth closed all the time, but I always used to say, closed mouths don't get fed. You know, like you have to ask for what you want, especially as a woman, you know, and I wish it wasn't this way, but especially as a woman in this world, you have to go after what you want. Like you can't wait around for things to happen for you. You have to claim it. I'm talking about in your life, but also in your soul, like on your insides, like on a soul level, you have to ask for it and then claim it and then be open to claiming it, right? Like ask and you shall receive type shit, like ask for it and then be like, I'm, I'm giving it to, I'm receiving, I receive it. And like, that's something else I want to talk to you about. Like I had a real big beef and like people know if they listen to the episode with being taken care of, I was not, I did not allow anybody to be, to take care of me, like on any level, any capacity, because I was, I was like, I never wanted to give anybody the power over me in a way. But I feel like when we do that, when we reject, um, the support it is a way, it's like part of like, an, it's like this negative sh- shift, a negative act, a negative action towards money. And not like on a, on a like obviously on a tangible level, level, I can be like, okay, I'm not accepting, I'm physically not accepting your money. I understand that. But it seems like a rejection of the energy. I think that everything we're doing is communicating something to the universe. And so when we're pushing, when we ask for support and we ask for help or guidance or money, and then we get it, if we push it away, that's pushing, pushing away exactly what we asked for. And I don't think that we get to choose the channel that things come to us all the time. I think God, the universe works through people to help us. But I think pushing things away is energetically sending a message of, no, I'm not available for this thing. Totally. And it's in, in contrast with like, hey, I want it, but I'm going to push it away at the same time. That's a mixed signal. And because you're always communicating, it's like you're effectively saying, I don't want this thing. I know like for so many entrepreneurs out there, like there's, especially freelancers, right? We're like, people are like, what's your hourly rate? Or what's, what's um, your fee for your flat rate fee for this? And like, we have, a, especially women, I, I think, and you could say better than I can because I you do this work all the time. But like we have a problem or a difficult time putting a price on our service, which is an ultimately an energy exchange. It's a worthiness thing. And I do find that women struggle with this so much more than men. And circling back to what you said, which I think was so valuable and key, is that women, we have a difficult time, more difficult than men asking for the things that we want. Like men are shameless. I I see my fiance doing this all the time, asking for the things he wants very easily, very clearly, very strongly. Like even if he like, I don't know. And I think as women, it's a lot harder. And it's also harder. I see with entrepreneurs for us to like price ourselves and price our services. And we, we take it personally and it's tied to our and our worthiness level, it's all connected. Okay. What are three of your main takeaways? Like what can our listeners and I do today to shift our relationship with money? So one, first one that comes to mind is 
drop the past, like literally drop the past. I always tell my clients like the past literally only exists in your mind and it has no bearing on where you're going to go. So you must forgive and forget the past. I know that sounds maybe like counter to what people, I'm not saying bury your head in the sand. I'm not saying these things didn't actually happen, but if you are ready to be a creator of a new reality in any area of your life, you must let go of everything that's happened in the past and start planting seeds now. Realize the value of now because whatever you're thinking, doing, believing now is going to be what comes in your future. So really forget the past and really seize the moment of now and approach this with like a whole new fresh mindset, fresh possibilities, like cherish the now. Now is our opportunity. So then I would get very clear, and this is this would be the asking stage, get very clear about the money reality that you want to create. And there's some power that, that comes through writing things out. And again, like for anybody who is interested in the Bible, ask, believe, and receive is a very clear written Bible guidance. And also to put things in writing is very clear, like straight from the Bible, make your vision clear. So write out the reality that you want around money. What do you want your relationship? And this is in in Jamie and I's money vibes. What do you want your relationship with money to be like? How do you want to feel around money? Because as you know, you're the perfect example. You saved a crazy amount of money. 100K is so impressive, but you can have it yet feel stressed freaked out, like nervous around it. So oh my gosh, totally. Oh, so we need to ask for all that we want, not just a dollar amount, but how do you want to feel around money every day? Do you want to feel powerful over it? Do you want to feel in harmony with it? Do you want to have a healthy relationship? Do you want to feel incredible managing money? Like what is your dream money reality and write it all down. And then third would be to start practicing it. So to me, manifestation is not just sitting and wishing. It's a very active process. So you're not only working on your mind by practicing these new thoughts, you're also taking new actions. So how do you start bringing these, this vision to life? What are real things you need to do? Do you maybe need to look at your finances and create a plan to get rid of debt and work towards it? Do you maybe need to, um, I don't know, create a new offer that you want to sell to start generating more money? Do you maybe want to hire someone a coach or someone to help you? Like, how do you start executing this vision in real practical, tangible ways? And one of the ways, one of one part of that should absolutely be mindset practice. Like start learning about money mindset, start bringing wealth consciousness kind of stuff through books, audios, podcasts, like flood your mind with things that are in alignment with what you want to create. And there's so many products out there. I mean, like there, I, I can't tell you how many like money podcasts there are alone, which are free, but then you get into like courses, like the one that you have with Jamie that are actually like affordable courses. And then you think about like this affordable course that you have, which how, it's called money vibes, but how much is it? 55 It's $55. But the lessons that you learn and the energy that you get from taking a course like that will multiply. It'll be well worth your $55. It all adds up. Like every single thing you're doing is something that's going to create your future. You know, every new thought you think, every new, every shift you have, every new fresh action, everything is creating your future. So yes, everything matters. Like, and also 
who you're around, even if it's who you're around digitally, is so impactful on where you go. So if you're around a lot of people who are very negative, very comparing, judging, I would be really mindful about the conversations you're a part of, the energy that you're around. If you really want to create something new, all of that matters. So the way you get into the energy, so we maybe we don't know tons of millionaires, right? And we can't be in that kind of, kind of conversation. That's where the podcasts come in. That's where the books come in. Go listen to Gary Vee. Go do surround yourself with what you want to become. I love that. And I love this. I'm so excited to, that my listeners get to have access to you, Lena. Like, like it is, it honestly, it is such a gift for my listeners to have access to somebody like you who believes wholeheartedly in what they're doing and can shift money relationships for people. I mean, I know that you, your coaching goes far beyond the money mindset coaching, but like this specific thing, it's like, it's just such a difficult thing for a lot of people to talk about. And I'm just so grateful to have you on the show today. I mean, this, I mean, I'm just so happy. This is the gift that you're doing. And trust me, like for anyone listening, like a podcast, this is a full job. This is a full, this is your time. This is your effort. This is your heart. This is your money. This is your attention. You put a ton in this and that like, we can talk later about monetizing or whatever, but this is incredible what you're doing for everybody. So thank you for saying that. And I feel the same way about you. And I really just think like women are incredible. And I think we all have things to learn from each other. I think you're creating that in your community. But like we can do a lot of good shit and we can create really amazing lives for ourselves and a ton of money and great love. And we can, I really believe we can have it all. So I'm excited to be part of this conversation. The things that you dream of, like the things you have visions about, whether you want this amazing, healthy relationship, but maybe it's not here yet, or you want money freedom, but that's not your reality right now, or you want to start a podcast, but it feels so scary. Like the things that you're dreaming about are meant for you. Those are things that are meant to be in your life and you're getting a glimpse of it now. And so I would just encourage everybody to like make moves this year, like make moves, believe in yourself. And like, actually it sounds corny, but like move towards your dreams because it's fucking real. Like it's, it's real. That's my end message. I can't even, like, I can't even. This is so amazing. It was like better than I could have ever planned it to be. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.